Brian Noonan in for Rokan and Anna DeVlantes. We are here till 7 o'clock tonight. Bob Fioretti, the uh, former Second Ward Alderman and mayoral candidate, is joined me in studio. Uh, released a statement today urging Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle to drop out of the mayor's race due to the fact that the alleged shakedown campaign money that Ed Burke is uh, is accused of getting from the restaurateurs was used in Tony Preckwinkle's campaign to run against Bob for the Cook County Board presidential primary in uh, last year. So, Bob is here. Welcome. Glad you're here. Good to be here. Thank you, Brian. So, this is, uh, do, I, do I have it right? Is that, uh, you know, this money allegedly was uh, that was given to Tony Preckwinkle's campaign obviously was used. She was running against you in the primary for Cook County Board president. So, you're uh, you're saying, this is tainted money. We got to, we got to, pull the plug here uh, i think that was one part of it i think if we look at what her whole career has been um it doesn't end with me uh and the money that uh, she uh, allegedly ex- uh, that ed burke allegedly extorted here um it, it really goes on that t- tony preckwinkle has re- re- uh, raised uh, thousands of dollars from city vendors from county vendors um and she's yet to answer why her security detail had uh, campaign literature in a car that crashed. Um, there's a lot of uh, things that she is yet to answer to the public, and it raises serious questions on why she's running for mayor. So, but this this particular issue uh, is a little more. You have a little more skin in the game on this one. I, I'd say so, much more than anybody else. Uh, we wondered where all the money was starting to come from uh, for. Her her at the end of the campaign i think the polls were accurate they showed us almost neck and neck but of course uh people did, really did not vote for the county board president the the, the turnout was about 21 percent as a matter of fact now some people are going to say and, I, and i'll ask this too in the whole scheme of things we know campaigns are very very expensive uh, ventures is fifty six hundred dollars or ten thousand dollars depending on whether all the money was actually given back is that enough to tip an election uh, yes, it could be, but there was a lot more that we raised, uh, that we raised as issues during the campaign of what she had not reported, did report. Um, I mean, uh, I'm asking also, not only should she withdraw from the race, but uh, a full accounting of her campaign expenditures and income that she received. I mean, uh, who, who and how did this money go into the campaign and how did it go out? Right. Uh, it, it should have been reported. It should have been a check out there. Uh, we don't see any of that. So who who is responsible for overseeing this? I, it, it, this seems to be an issue in every election, statewide, local, it doesn't matter. Where does uh, where does the buck stop with somebody actually overseeing this? Well, the problem is uh, the state board of elections are very loose in terms of what they do. Um, they really don't uh, educate. They don't uh, tell people what to do. I I think we also need campaign uh, finance reform. Uh, that's another subject, Bo. Uh, I think if we would have had term limits here in in this case, this matter, uh, Ed Burke probably would never have been indicted. He would have been long gone forty years sure. ago. Fifty years uh, is a long time for. Somebody to yes, it is. And, Kim uh, Gordon in, in the newsroom has a question for you, Bob. Okay. Alderman, earlier today you said that the um, entire city council has enabled this corruption behavior and that things need to change. How do you think the system needs to change? Well, first of all, I do believe term limits. Uh, I also believe that uh, uh, we should... Uh, 
have campaign finance reform, as I've said, uh, but we need a smaller city council. We need a city council that doesn't have, uh, we're really one of the few cities in the country uh, that have a political streets and sand by ward. We're also one of the few um, cities in the country that require an absurd amount of signatures to get on the ballot. I believe uh, New York for mayor is about 7,000. Uh, I believe LA is down to 500. Uh, so it's a lot different at that point. I think uh, committee meetings ought to be, all committee meetings should be televised. And if there's not a quorum, which is probably about more often than not, uh, the chairman of the committee ought to call a, a, a quorum call and end the meeting until the next time. Uh, I think we need uh, aldermen and a mayor that listens to the people and, and not taxing them out, but inviting them in. And one of the ways I was recently, I have not been to a city council meeting until the uh, budget, uh, the uh, December 12th meeting where he, uh, he Rahm, uh, told us about his pension plan. And I was surprised that when the comment section started uh, and people fought, uh, they went to court for that. They got 30 minutes uh, of allowing the people of this city to give uh, their own comments on it. When they got up there, uh, the mayor walked out of the room and about a third of the aldermen walked out of the room and most of the rest of them were then on the um, uh, their cell phones. Uh, I, I think uh, it's time to start listening to the people of this city. All right, Alderman, let's let's stick with this uh, Kim's original question of kind of the this is the culture because many people, myself included, will think you know we'll hear about some of the allegations against Alderman Burke. We'll go, well, we just assume that's how that's how City Hall works. And you, in fact, back in the day, were drawn out of your old ward. Uh, today, you're one of your opponents for mayor, Paul Vallis, was on the Chicago Way podcast with John Cass, and he said that there is a culture of a code of silence, much. Much like we think of, you know, the allegations against the police force, but he he says there's a code of silence in City Hall as well, where, you know, we know shady things are happening, but we kind of turn our backs. What would you say to that? I don't know if it's, uh, well, I know uh, the, the code didn't exist with me because I introduced resolutions and ordinances uh, to open up uh, city government. Uh, and yes, it was closed down. Uh, a code of silence uh, uh, is hard to press because uh, some of the, uh, and I'll call them progressive aldermen, whatever that term means, but sure. uh, those that want an open government uh, and a transparent government and a, and a government that's accountable have been fighting for this uh taking away the workman's comp away from the finance committee is one way to do that we're a hundred million dollars uh that the ed burke at that time controlled uh in terms of workman's comp most cities of comparable size has maybe 20 million uh something's wrong here right. and uh, i you know it was quiet that uh, uh, we can't get into it and even us as aldermen uh and so i, I you know the way of doing business has to end here in the city of Chicago. And does that come from the top down? So is that one of the things, if you're elected mayor, is that one of the things that uh, you're pushing? I've always said that uh, ethics starts from the top. Uh, and we need to do what need, uh, uh, to open up government, uh, to be transparent for government and be accountable for uh, government for the people. And it does start from the top. So yes. how does that how does that uh, whole culture change? Because Chicago is ingrained in one way of doing things. You know, it's so it's it doesn't seem like it's going to be a quick change. So how how would you on day one start to bring that change about? Well, 
I hate to say sometimes a good question, but yes, it is a good question. <laughs> um, I, 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 like I said, as I started off, we need structural changes, mm-hmm. not cosmetic changes. We need, we need term limits. Uh, we need a smaller city council. Um, you know, we need town hall meetings on the budget. Even Rich Daly had town hall meetings on the budget. Rahm, his first year, had some town hall meetings, and he stopped. Uh, you know, we need to go into the wards. Uh, if I am mayor, I'll have town hall meetings on the budget in every part of the of the city, but I'll, I'll also have ward night. I'll go to the wards, the various wards, to listen to the people. And that's, I think, the only way that we can make structural changes and not cosmetic changes changes all right let's go back to uh let's go back to your statement today uh urging tony preckwinkle to drop out because of uh, because of her alleged ties with the campaign donations you're saying she's refusing to release the correspondence between her campaign and the uh the contributor who was allegedly shaken down by ed burke is any but other than you have authorities asked her to release these or are you just saying this would be the good thing to do if you want to clear clear up any confusion you should go ahead and release these well i i think uh, to clear up any confusion yes but more importantly i think uh, uh there's a lot more questions to be asked of the county board chair uh here she is also chairman of the democratic party uh and we've heard the term power corrupts and absolute power uh, corrupts absolutely and uh that's what's going to happen uh if she was elected at this point for people who are not on the inside of a political campaign, a uh, lot's been made that the candidates don't know about contributions. I don't necessarily believe that to be true. I think, uh, and, and maybe you can answer this, candidates, you might not be told every name, but if big contributions are coming in, are the candidates told about these contributions? Well, I, in my case, yes. when I was the um, alderman, I never took uh, contributions from developers. Okay. I think that should be uh, a- across the board uh, for all aldermen. They shouldn't be because uh, they have to make uh, they have to influence the decision right. of what the developer is, and you see it often either two years before the developer or two years after. They should not be uh, taking it at least at a minimum. At the same time, people. Uh, don't have to go begging. I have heard it over and over during the course of this campaign in various wards. Uh, uh, people have not, businesses have not been able to get things done, and they have asked me, "Should I give the uh, alderman a contribution?" I say, "No, nothing." Uh, but that's again, we go back to what I said earlier. That's for the way years of doing that, business. That's the way you do business. Yes. That's how things get done. And yes, well, maybe, it's maybe an we're additional, naive. It's an additional tax then. Uh, yes. on, uh, all of a sudden, if you have right. to get for a sidewalk a permit or a um, uh, restaurant, outdoor restaurant permit or a sign or something, and you've got to give a contribution to your alderman, right. that is a tax sure. on that business. And that's what's driving people away. So who makes those changes? Who is it? The State Board of Elections? Is it citywide? Is it... Who's going to make that change to say, all right, because that makes sense. You can't, if you're, if you're running for a city office, you can't take a contribution from a It would start with the mayor pushing it and, uh, again, pushing term limits. And I think uh, term limits are a number one priority with the people yeah. and uh, cutting down the size of the city council and taking away all this n- administrative issues when they should be uh, focusing on legislative issues. Yeah. And now, before I let you go, you've got you've got the election coming up. A lot of people in Chicago were worried about taxes every year. It seems we're getting more and more tax. Uh, where 
we need taxes, obviously, to pay for everything. But where where do we draw the line? Where would where will you draw the line? Well, first of all, I, I am uh, my uh, first term as mayor. There will be no increase on property taxes, uh, and that's what's driving people yes. out. And at the same time, it's keeping a depressed value on homes uh, and businesses here. Uh, that that's where we have to look. I, I'm going to look at the red light cameras, speed cameras, uh, to phase them out. Good because uh, though. Let's let's be honest. That's not about safety. No, it's all it's about, about the about money. And <laughs> the Department of Transportation keeps beating their chest, saying, "Oh, yes. it's all about safety." No, we no. know it's not. Uh, you know, we have a budget here. We need whoever's elected. And I've been, I got into this race because of this. They were not talking about the real issues of crime, education, and the pension payment. Whoever gets elected and sworn in on May fifteenth by September first has to find four hundred million new dollars to go into the pension fund and uh, uh yes there is some uh, there's i i've uh, raised a lot of ways that we can bring that money to the forefront Give me a, cu- a couple examples um you know, I think we should look at sports gaming. We should look at video. Uh, and at the same time, a, a, a commuter uh, tax. Those that live in um, Indiana, Wisconsin, and the suburbs, if they pay 1% as they come into the city on their employment, um, and it's an issue of fairness. Are you, aren't you going to get a pushback, though, from employers in the city? Or are you going to say, listen, we, you know, we have to draw from all over the area to get our workers. And if they, you know, it's going to cost us more if we have to cover that somebody somebody's gonna no, have to they wouldn't the be paying it well see but, but and, they and, may and have to pay I, an increased salaries if uh, people aren't going to come in no you know because you can write it off through your federal income taxes so it's yeah. it's really a pass-through yeah. uh which is good um and, and at the same time you know uh people want safe streets they sure. want good sidewalks they want if something happens to them on the street uh they want to be uh attention immediate medical right. attention um, the cost of violence in this city, just the immediate medical care last year for the shootings that occurred on our streets, cost the taxpayers of this city and some in the county $165 million for the thir- first 30 minutes of treatment. Um, we've got to cut down on the violence, yeah. and there are ways to do that by hiring people in this city. So give me, as we let you go, because that's a huge, uh, huge issue for everybody, give me one of the ways uh, to cut down on the violence. Hiring people in the city, in what way? Well, I, I, I think you can, uh, we, we do have the possibility. I brought 8,000 jobs to my ward. I was the only alderman ever to close a food desert. I, I found ways that those 8,000 that they would hire from the neighborhoods. I had the most diverse ward in the city of Chicago when I was elected. It was 75% African-American. I was the first white individual since 1915 in that ward. I made sure we had community benefits agreements. And people hired at a good living wage yeah. at those jobs. I brought in a Pete's uh, as I closed the food desert, a Costco, a Target a police station that I, I had to argue with. I had to argue with the governor's office after over the Costco because they were about ready to uh, close the project down. Yeah. You know, those are things that we need to do and look for jobs for our citizens of this city. And we also had training programs for them. They went to Dawson, 18-week training. They got trained in, in the specialty that they were hired for. I had job fairs for 
veterans during the year, my regular constituents, and ex-offenders. And I said to people that came to these job fairs, not the people that, that needed the jobs, but at the same time, uh, the vendors. You're not here for a beauty contest. Right. You're here to hire, hire people. people. Now, so. if, if one ward can do that, it's... We should be able to do it all over the city. We should. We should. So and that's why when I'm mayor, we will do it all over the city. BobForChicago.com is your website. People can go there, get all your all the information on you, where you stand on all the issues. Uh, and again, uh, they can read the press release where you are calling, uh, urging Tony Preckwinkle to drop out of the mayor's and Follow race. me on Facebook and Twitter. Same, uh, same Bob for Chicago. Uh, it's Bob Fioretti. Bob Fioretti. Yes. All right, Facebook, Twitter, all you got to be on all the all the channels, don't you? Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, it was a pleasure having you here. Thanks very much. Let's uh, check in with Kim. What's coming up at four? Brian, the Weather Channel app on your phone may do more than just give you the forecast.